Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Hello, friends. We are celebrating today the Feast of St. Bartholomew every month, just like we celebrate one of the Virgin Mary's feasts. We also celebrate one of the Apostles, and today is the Feast of Nathaniel or Bartholomew. Jesus is something beautiful of him. Here is a son of Israel on whom there is no duplicity as he comes to join his band. What will Jesus say about you when he sees you in heaven? Here comes a son or a daughter that, what? Have you taken up your mission? Have you gathered your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, your passions, your dreams, and aligned them with the kingdom of heaven? Is your character one in which the Lord will say, here comes someone that expressed the gifts of the Holy Spirit? We encounter in our journey to heaven many difficulties and many problems. But today is the day to seize the opportunity that we are alive and that we have been given all these gifts and talents in all of these ways in which we can serve one another. The readings for today, because it's a feast, step away from the second Thessalonians that we have been reading from after finishing the book of Ezekiel. And today we have an image of the book of Revelation where the angel speaks to the writer and shows him Jerusalem and speaks of Jerusalem as the bride of the Lamb. We have an image of Jesus and the church, Jesus and the chosen uh, civilization, the chosen group, all of us for whom he was going to die. And what we find is that it's gleaming with the splendor of God and with the radiance of, st of precious stones. And we see 12 gates, 12 angels stationed, and the names are inscribed of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. And we have 12 courses of stones underneath where we've got also the names of the apostles. We find in this the theology of our faith that the 12 apostles that Jesus chose were going to be built upon the 12 tribes of Israel so that there is a symbiotic relationship between the Old Testament structure of the world 
and the New Testament structure of the world. And Bartholomew is one of them, one of those 12 that chose to follow Jesus. As we've talked about many times, Jesus chooses them, walks with them for three years, and yet, how often are they confused or uncertain about what Jesus is saying or wondering, what are we doing with you? They think they're going to fight a major fight that they might have to take up uh, arms, like Peter mentions that many times when Jesus says, I've got to come to Jerusalem and there I will be killed. And Bartholomew today appears with Philip. We see again in the scriptures that Jesus has a very special place in his heart for two and two walking together. Not only does he call us the bride and he is the bridegroom, but when we see the apostles, oftentimes we see them talking, conversing, discerning, helping two by two. Besides con considering what Jesus is going to say of us when he sees us in heaven, do you have your person, your two by two in the realm of the spirit that when difficulties happen can be there for, for you? And today Philip and Nathaniel have this incredible exchange where Philip says, we have found the one whom Moses wrote in the law. Do you have someone that is as close as Philip is to Nathaniel? They are looking for the Messiah. They are looking for the heavens touching the earth. Someone that is so focused on the things, the spiritual realm, that their conversation is very direct. It shows we are searching and we have found him. I wonder if Jesus would say that about Philip. Here is the one that sought me out, that wanted that so much, that spoke about it lovingly when he met the one in whom there's no duplicity. We, we hear Nathaniel, though, questioning, can anything good come from Nazareth? And Philip says this beautiful statement, come and see. Come and see is also an invitation for us as we invite others to see Jesus. Come and see. Come and see should be something that our life speaks about, that others wonder, where's that joy coming from? They're going through difficulties. Where's that patience coming from? Yesterday I had an encounter at work that was not easy. This particular person screamed at me and for no reason. I had just done something good for them. I had actually produced something they wanted very quickly, but I extended grace because I know that their mother is having an issue. And even though it was embarrassing because she did it in front of someone else, when, which in some way, maybe it's better. Maybe I'm still processing it. <laughs> but I tried to look at her with loving eyes and extend grace. But it wasn't easy to see the person unfairly accuse me of something. 
and not appreciate what I had done and not respect my role. She didn't understand that there was something that was my role and she was asking someone else to do it. And it was taking this person a day and a half and it would have taken me one hour. We're changing from old ways to new ways and some people are very frustrated by the change of old ways to new ways. They want things to remain as they were. This reminded me of what it must have been for the apostles. They're looking for someone that's following what Moses said to a T. And Jesus follows it, but he follows, his, follows what Moses says, opening the eyes and the hearts in a new way. So he's inviting us to extend grace, to walk two by two, and to attend to the mission that he has given us so that the kingdom of heaven can extend. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we ask that your presence in our life be so strong that others who see us can say, there goes someone that loves the Lord. That our life may be an invitation to come and see. That we can hear from you so clearly what our mission is to love one another in the little details that we take on every day with passion, standing in the promises that you have made. We give you thanks for your apostles, that they are the foundation of our faith, that they are the ones who walked with you, that they are interceding with the saints for all of us in heaven. We ask that we may be truthful, that there may be no duplicity in our speech, Father. And we ask forgiveness for the times when there has been duplicity. That you will forgive us and give us a new tongue that speaks truth and simplicity in your name. We pray for all the youth that is starting schools from all the way from kindergarten to graduate schools and for all of those that are teaching and encouraging and guiding. We ask for all the parents that are learning to let go in partnership with the educational institutions. We ask that the educational institutions will teach the students to come and see, to look for you. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.